Hey people, hey y'all, I'm back, back better than ever with an addition of a UT motherfucking I, UTI got me fucking again, here we are, same place, same time, same fucking shit, I woke up this morning and I just had that feeling man, you know, common, welcome to the TED talk about UTIs, but common symptoms of UTI if you never had one is a feeling of frequency so like let's say you peed five minutes ago and then you feel like you gotta pee again five minutes after that's the frequency and then you get urgency which is basically that feeling of you're done peeing and then you have that last push and a little bit of pee comes out but with a uti you feel that last push and nothing comes out so it's just really uncomfortable and it feels like you're gonna piss yourself if you stand up so you just sit on the toilet um, and the urgency and frequency causes burning, right? And so you're kind of just clenching at the walls at the side of the toilet and just hoping that that sensation passes and you try not to faint. And this morning, I, you know, being a little lovely nurse, I knew the symptoms right away, felt the difference. So I chugged some water, chugged some good old Azo, the old reliable, that's like a medication that it doesn't treat UTIs. The only medication they use to treat UTIs is, as far as medications, is antibiotics. And so I took an Azo to relieve that urgency burning feeling that's so fantastic. And one thing about that medication is that it turns your pee orange. So even if you take it, and you don't have a UTI, if you just want to try and see your pee be orange, it'll turn it orange, even for guys too. And that's kind of just been my morning. It kind of wiped me out. And then I also had a sore throat this morning. A sore throat is just when you swallow and you're just hyper aware of the shape of your throat and it just feels like itchy, scratchy. It's just disgusting. So it's been a day, but honestly, as far as my mental uh persistence you know my mental health is going I'm actually doing pretty good you know because I've been trying to do that principle right where you try to stay happy and positive and at peace to yourself despite what's happening outside of your control which is literally everything and I feel like it's really been helping me, you know, just been helping me to get through my day and go through the ebbs of flow, ebbs and flows of life without getting knocked down. I will say I did have a rough patch last week, but it also is in sync with my hormones at the moment because doomsday is approaching, guys. And it's just been nice to kind of feel grounded in how I feel and at the same time, also plan things to look forward to in the future. I feel like I really liked this way of going about life, like spontaneously making plans, you know, like, oh, I'm free this Friday. Let me just hit somebody up, even though Friday is like two days away, one day away. Um, but the short notice kind of has like a depending on the person, right, and how they feel, it kind of has like this fail safe where it's like most of the time you probably don't hang out, but at least you made that contact. And I'm realizing maybe I just hit people up like last minute because I know they're going to say no, but at least it looks like I put the effort in to kind of reaching out to make plans because uh, I'm evil. But 
So I've been making plans with friends like way ahead of time. Like I'm, I'm booking in advance. Like if you want, I'm like, I'm booking September right now. So if you need anything, hit me up. But I've hit, I mean, I'm hit. I've made some plans with Alchemy, which is Ashleya, me, the L part and Kendra, the K part. And we've been able to have lunch recently or no dinner and it was really nice because um Ashley used to live in Anaheim and then Kendra's like a little nomad she goes back and forth from Long Beach to here in Santa Clarita so I'm kind of like the only one based up in HQ over here in Santa Clarita kind of holding it down but at the same time you know um my main friends my childhood friends are more distant than they have been and so um, now that they're both closer, I feel happy because, you know, adult friendships when you're older is like through work. It's a different story. And you kind of just want to get along with those people for the sake of one, you're going to see those people way more often than the time you're spending at home than any other person, right? You spend 40 hours with those people a week. So of course it just makes sense to make life easier and make better connections at work to make it bearable, la-di-da. And two, um, the friendships you have when you're older, they're just not the same as your childhood friends. You know what I mean? I was trying to make a point of this when I was talking with Ashley and Kendra when I was talking about how, you know, the childhood friend group is a whole different dynamic that's like reliable um, and safe because you're used to growing up together. And it's that saying that's like you grow together or you grow apart. And my theory is, is that since you have been with childhood friends since high school and, you know, if we think back to the the year we fucking graduated high school, I'm fucking, I graduated 2016 or 15. I kind of fucking forget at this point, but that's how long ago it is, you know, but imagine over all that time from elementary school, middle school, high school, community college, even, and then adulthood, you're just used to those people being a constant in your life and you're used to them growing and the difference with an adult friendship now from transitioning from childhood to adult friendship is that you you'll get used to the different versions of your friends that happen just because of life and it's just reassuring to know that even if the friendship you know changes in little ways here and there or even the person you're friends with changes here and there the relationship just stays like ironclad for some reason there's like it's an unbreakable bond you know what I mean unless something crazy happens but I like to say I live a normal peaceful drama-free life and I feel like the time on my hands reflects that but in a good way in a good way of course but you know it's just something where when you have like a consistent friend group or friend to touch bases with, it just makes you feel more like a person, especially since I've been in a long term relation, long term relationship with Jordan. I really get my social satisfaction from just my partner. And that's just so happened because of the timing of our relationship, which is like before I started nursing school, like me and Jordan were already dating and my friends had, you know, gone out of town to live their lives and do what they need to do and stuff like that. But, um, it's kind of just like realizing like, Hey, like, um, 
when you're with your friends, you just realize you're a real functioning person in society, if that makes sense. Because me just talking to Jordan all the time or like with my sister, you know, or my work friends, it's so different when I get to my childhood friends because you just, you know, we were girls together. If you ever heard that quote online on the interwebs, but the quote, we were girls together is basically just meaning like we were fucking like before before the mess of adulthood and whatever trauma COVID gave us all and just events that happen to you over time just because that's life, you know. It's just nice to have that friend that's a constant reminder of who you like to be, you know, because I feel like I'm a very humanitarian person for as much of a hater as I love to be. But it's just nice to have something different that just makes you feel like a kid again, you know? And it's kind of funny because it's like when Jordan hangs with his friends, I'm like, whoa, like he's regressed to like middle school, high school. And you can totally tell in the difference with when, how he talks to his friends and stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, like, dang, he's a child. Like he's just transformed into a child. But then when I think about it, when I'm with my friends, like I turn into the most goblin menace to society ever and I do it unapologetically just because the circle I'm with I feel really safe with and honestly just the vibes are just to laugh and have a good time and forget about all the things that are troubling us because you know we're just freezing time and going back it's just good times so that sporadic making plans like very last minute thing I think has phased out for the kind of kind of lifestyle I have right now. Uh, it's kind of hard to be sporadic uh, when you have a nine to five. So making plans in the future, like a month, three weeks, two months ahead, is just something that I can write down in my little calendar in my trusty little black book and look at it and look forward to the future. Kind of like when you're in high school and you look forward to a winter break, spring break, or you look forward to a field trip. It's far in advance and you know it's coming, but like the, the what is this, the excitement of it just builds up over time, you know? And so I'm just making these slow roast plans that cook over time. And then before I know it, they're already here. And so as far as plans, if you wanted to know so bad, What's coming up this week is this Friday, Jesse is going to get neutered. Moment of silence. He's going to get neutered. He's going to get his balls chopped. I waited six months because, you know, they advised that at six months, the weight of his weight and his age would make him make it easier for him to recover from the anesthesia, which I'm all for. But I am nervous that he is going to hate the fuck out of me because one, you know, cats are smart, but I don't know if it's like understand English smart because one, I can't feed him past 10. So now he's going to think I'm starving him. And then two, uh, I can't feed him breakfast either, which makes sense because, you know, that's the same thing for if you go into surgery too, just in a normal hospital, you go NPO, nothing per oral. And then I'm going to put him in a box, which he does not like. And it's not a box. It's a carrier. But, like, of course, like, he's just going to be like, what the fuck is she putting me in? 
And then three, I'm going to drive him in a car. And I know he does not like that because I took him to my parents' house for a little bit a while back when he was still young. And he did not like that that car ride, that 10-minute car ride. He was just like yelping and meowing. And it was causing me like so much distress um, even though I knew he was okay, but it was just like not the most pleasant thing to hear, you know, and aside from me doing all those horrible, but necessary things to him, I also have to drop him off at a location where other animals are pissing and pooping their pants because they're so nervous and they're smart and can read each other's feelings and the hormones or whatever they do. But yeah, so I'm kind of nervous that he's gonna, cause I just, I just don't want him to get so scared I can't really protect him from that but in the long run it will be better because this motherfucker will stop peeing on my goddamn bed because it's so hard because you know he's cute and he's cuddly and I like to sleep with my cats like before Jesse was here Ace used to sleep in me and Jordan's bed like at the foot of the bed all the time and it was so cute it was so cute he would like make biscuits on my foot and everything but now we had to close it because the couple of times I did give Jesse a chance to sleep in bed with us he did he slept throughout the night which was fine but then near the morning his little bladder of course is full and so he kind of very sneakily will pee on the duvet cover and then before we know it we just see him digging like doing this little like little scratching shit at the bed and I'm like oh my god like it happened again and it's a whole fucking ordeal to just wash the sheets wash the duvet cover duvet cover doesn't get dried in the dryer has to dry on the balcony gotta clean the balcony railing so the the fucking uh duvet doesn't get dirty and then you gotta fucking clean the mattress because my mattress is just an old box spring mattress and so of course like i had to look up all these remedies on tiktok and right now if you were wondering the remedy that does seem to work the best out of the most of them without having to wash the whole goddamn mattress is one water one squirt bottle with rubbing alcohol and water so like diluted like 50 50 spray that on for the smell and of course to kill the germs and then another one that is like one-to-one ratio as well with witch hazel water and then a couple drops of uh, essential oils spray that on the bed saturate the shit out of it and then what you're gonna do is you're gonna put baking soda all over the top of that and you're gonna let it sit because the baking soda is gonna turn like kind of crust because it's gonna absorb all that moisture and then you let it sit la-di-da time passes two hours later you're gonna you're gonna vacuum it and then you just you just hope it doesn't smell after you vacuum it the first time maybe go over it the second time that's what jordan did the last time but it was driving me crazy him peeing in the bed because i have a really good sense of smell and so i was going to bed and i was like bro like it smells like piss like i can't handle it (sighs) (sighs) oh god but yeah, so he's going to get neutered. And then what else is on my schedule? Would you say um, therapy on Saturday? And that's it. I like to keep it light, keep it going. But um, I am going to be going to the beach with one of my friends. 
and we plant this is an example of one of those slow roasting plans that I let work and so I just noticed you know at my work I looked at the little Rasta and then I saw that we have lots of staff this upcoming Monday on the 24th and so what did I do I fucking said take me off that bitch take me off cross off my name so I could have a three-day weekend just you know catch a breath because it's kind of been a minute since I had a vacation so I'm going a little crazy but I made a plan to go to the beach with one of my friends so that's something that I get to look forward to and it's just been something that I've been trying to do more often these plans in advance because you know my theory with it is that if I have something to look forward to in the future then life just gets a little bit more magical because you know good things are coming either way and so you just try to match the vibe you know what I mean so yeah I left work early today just because I wasn't feeling good and I had so much medicine in my system like I probably took like not gonna lie like over five pills today like three Advils a Tylenol my antibiotic the Azo pills which is two of those and then my allergy pill I didn't even take my multivitamins today because I was just like bro that's like four more pills and I didn't really feel like having like 10 pills in my body but I was feeling so spacey at work. I was like, I just got to go. And I was feeling nauseous with no appetite. But it's also because I hadn't eaten too. I hadn't eaten, basically. Like, I had a bar this morning. And then um, at work, I didn't really have anything because I was just kind of off. But, yeah, it's kind of been a doozy today but at least mentally I feel strong physically she's got to catch up a little bit but me and Jordan are still doing the afternoon wonky and it's been really nice just to get out there take a walk decompress and just try to use that as my marker to separate my day of work and winding down instead of smoking and, you know, as far as the smoking goes, I haven't smoked all week. And literally, that's literally, <laughs> it's only fucking Tuesday. Holy shit. But I haven't smoked all week. Okay. I'm baby steps one day at a time. And that's all I can really do right now is one step at a time, one day at a time. And so far, you know, it's working out. And I also been doing like my five my my grateful practice in the morning where I do five things that I'm grateful for just to give me give me in the good vibes mindset you know um but yeah I, I really enjoyed seeing my friends you know and I feel like when I'm with my childhood friends like it really does feel like that's like the highest version of myself it's like not even the smartest not even like the most athletic like it's not any of those things it's just when I'm most happiest just because I feel like I'm not thinking about how I look I'm not thinking about what I'm saying I'm just truly there just to have a good time with these people and it just really makes me feel good because I'm just like wow like I really am an individual with something to contribute socially other than being like somebody's girlfriend or somebody's nurse somebody's daughter somebody's sister like I'm I'm a person you know I'm a soul I exist and I'm 
I got good enough vibes that people just want to keep me around. And, you know, sometimes you just need simple reassurance that the friends you have reciprocate back how they feel towards you. And nothing is better than that, you know, because I feel like, you know, with Jordan and I in this new adult phase of our relationship and him being very friend based, I am trying to kind of extend past the relationship for more social um for more social gratification you know and I feel like it's been good for me you know and that's good to do because I just been trying to do little tiny things here and there to spice up my life and make me happy because nothing is set in stone not even my routine because I do become a servant to routine I love a routine and like I'm like okay I'm gonna be done with this by this time I'm gonna eat this because that's in the fridge and I feel like I just get too caught up in being the most efficient and routine based and all this stuff and even though some routine is healthy and good for you know, stamina and morale just to keep things concrete. I feel like switching up little things here and there that are harmless and inconsequential are just something that make me feel like, oh, like I was special enough to get away with not doing my routine and I still feel good. Like I feel special, you know, I'm just trying to been trying to make myself feel special and, you know, build up that self-esteem so that you know it's just a domino effect at that point you build up your self-esteem you feel more confident with reaching out to people talking to new people trying new things going out to do things that even though you already did them you're just like you know what for the sake of taking myself out of the house I'll do it again and so I've just been trying to do that because I feel like I was in the state of thinking where I'm just like, like, oh, I don't want to go to Americana. Like, I've already been there, like, so many more times. Like, same old, same old. But obviously, it's a different day with different people, different choices, can make it crazy, can play it down, just do you. But I'm just trying to, you know, find the fluid balance because, like, life is like like an orchestra, you know? Like, there's so many instruments and moving parts that to get it all flowing correctly at the same time takes skill and I'm just trying to do that right now like mentally I feel great but then on the other hand physically I'm fucking falling apart right now but you know mental stamina is really important with how you live life so (laughs) sorry I'm burping so that's what I'm trying to do you know I'm just trying to keep it simple right and so with that uh, I'll just keep it short and sweet, you know, because this was kind of like, I always go into these, like, I'm going to talk about this, this and that. And then I just talk about current events that are happening to me at the moment. And maybe it's just like a mind dump or something, but maybe it's necessary. You know, maybe this is just a buffer to get me warmed up to the mic, but I'll, I, maybe I will talk about something substantial one of these days. Who fucking knows? You know, maybe there will be a theme. But at the same time, I'm kind of just like talking to talk. You know, that's the whole premise of Soul Purpose. But I did read the little trailer that I wrote out for, like, you know, the general general bio to be under the title of Soul Purpose. And it was like saying like stories, beliefs, and unsolicited advice. And the unsolicited advice and beliefs part, I got down to a T 
But what you guys need to know, the real tea is the stories. So if you want to hear about a certain year and a story from that year or a month, like a story from that month, I would let you know. Trust me, I'm full of stories. Like some people don't know that um, I got kicked out of my house for a week. You know, you think Louise is so cool, huh? Because she's cool, calm, and collected. But no, I was a bad kid. I was a really, really bad kid. But then again, my parents said I was a really bad kid. And I, so I fulfilled that prophecy. Yes, I did. I did really bad things. But now I'm myself. And so I don't really got to fulfill anybody's prophecy of nothing except for mine, which is inner peace, baby. And so, you know like let's get the ball rolling here like as far as like little stories that people may not know too much about me maybe I'll make that my next episode but as a tidbit um I snuck out so much at night that my parents put up cameras inside the house and outside the house yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's the tea man and so with that I guess you know to kind of fulfill the whole prophecy that I did write for myself, which is this bio of this podcast, I will be talking about more stories and they will be coming in hot. Okay. So as far as media, what I've been listening to this week, some songs that I've really been liking is Sunday by the Cranberries, Faithfully by Journey, uh, Meant to Be by Amine, on his album 2.5 and how much is weed question mark by Dominic Fike this is my first Dominic Fike uh song that I listened to and it had a pretty good flow like it really sounded like this other two songs that I was really obsessed with by this guy goes by the name of Nick Prosper and his song hey angel or hey demon or something like that as well as lips by lips like lemonade those two songs really had me in a chokehold and they had this really kind of like grungy tune that i was really feeling so those are the songs and as far as other medias i um really want to get into those youtube documentaries that really get down and deep you know i don't really have an example of a title but i do be getting these tiktok slideshows that show documentaries on YouTube by people who do deep dives of really niche specific topics. And I would like to get to know these niche specific topics. So that's something that I'm going to try to do when I have nothing else to do, probably when I'm driving to work, if I'm not recording. And uh, we are, me and Jordan are on the second season of The Bear. And it's so good. Like, it's a kind of good where it's like you want to finish the episode because you want to know what happens. Maybe nothing wild happens, but it's just very well written. And, you know, of course, it's like you see the food. I feel like in season two, as compared to season one, you definitely see more food and it's already like the second episode. But I don't want to spoil too much because I really do genuinely want you to watch it. And because I think it's very palpable to multiple people because it's very different. Like you think it's one kind of genre of show and then it has something like a little bit different every episode, but it's really cool. And I would like you to watch that. So that's your homework. Okay. So I would like to thank you for your time and listening to me. Uh, I really appreciate you lending me your ear and I will see you in the next one. Bye.